The following podcast contains alcohol-enhanced conversations about alcohol, as well as the potential for the discussion about topics of dubious, disturbing, possibly offensive, but usually hilarious interest. The opinions stated herein are solely of the persons making them, and any endorsement of these opinions by any other party is not implied. Foul language is likely, but intolerant viewpoints are not. Listener intoxication is advised. Welcome to episode 51 of the Neat Glass Sponsored Whiskey Tangent Podcast. I'm Scott. I'm Ed. And hard to believe it, but it was 20 numbered episodes ago that we compared five different whiskeys sent to us from Barrel Craft Spirits, a company that we said at the time represented a seismic shift in the sturdy bedrock of the traditional whiskey industry. Because not only are all of the whiskeys they make sourced, but they're also blended into, for the most part, unique limited releases that once gone are gone for good. So today we're going to test that uniqueness by comparing their three most recent bourbon batches to not only determine how different they truly are, but also which bourbon batch you should buy, because these ain't cheap. And joining us once again, the man who helped us secure all of the whiskeys that we had last time, Jeff, the knight who says neat. The knight who says neat, at your service. <laughs> neat! But first, Ed's going to tell us not only which barrel bourbon batches we'll be evaluating, but also the crazy-ass format we'll be using to enhance those evaluations tonight. Yeah, thanks, Scott. And I don't know what I did to earn a bourbon night around here, but this is um, because Lord knows they make a lot of good rise, too, I'm sure. But we have their barrel bourbon batch number 29, which was released back in July of 2021. Mm Mm-hmm. Proofage of 115.88 or 57.94 ABV. Their barrel bourbon batch number 30, which was released September of 2021, so about two months later, proofed out at 117.32. And then their most recent one, their barrel bourbon batch number 31, released in December of 2021, just passed at a, a very temperate. 111 yes for barrel bourbon batch something sub 115 for them is a, a rarity yeah. i guess they had some extra spring water laying around who was the prohibition lady with the axe yeah. what was her name <laughs> um carrie nation yeah carrie nation carrie right. nation got at the barrel yeah bourbon she there. snuck in and poured yeah. an extra gallon of water in <laughs> so right so we're looking at 115 117 111 and um what we're going to be doing today is the format the first round we're going to taste the batch number 29 and talk about it put it in our neat glasses taste it probably put some water on it yeah yeah maybe a cube here or there then we're gonna do the same thing for batch number 30 and then batch number 31 do the same thing yeah the last thing we want to do is after we decide which one we like of the first three we're going to do a blind tasting of all three plus another wild card barrel whiskey mm-hmm, that jeff brought that jeff brought <laughs> i was like a mystery whiskey and see which one we like best and yeah. to see if it matches up with what we all thought when we could see what we were drinking. Right. Because nothing people deny more is that they taste with their eyes and mind. Yeah. But when you blind taste, something happens. You actually just taste a whiskey. Yeah. And for something like this, things that are so close and yet so different, it's going to be very, very interesting experience to see what happens here today. Yeah. I mean, this could be an entire shit show. I think this not only tests the uniqueness of these whiskeys, it also tests our palate. If we do decide that they are unique, can we taste it again blind? Because all your preconceived notions fall away, as you were just saying. 
Right. Now, one thing is I haven't tried these before, so I don't have any preconceived notions right now. These are all brand new to me as well. we will. We will have it once we taste it. Yes. It's interesting how like two came out from July to September, and then it was a whole another four months before the next one came out. So Right. So every two or three months, I guess, they put out a new one. So we better hurry up because they might put a new one out because it's February already. (laughs) Right. So before we don't have the most recent, (laughs) I have to tell you, it can't be a bad night for me because I'm drinking four barrel (laughs) bourbon expressions, and I love everything I drink from them. It's just how much I love it. I just think they're a really unique company, and they're forging their new genre that many people are going down that road with them. Yeah, it's really great. We talked about on episode 31 that Jeff was on before uh, about how Joe Beatrice founded Barrel Craft Spirits and how they approach whiskey blending. So there's no real reason to rehash that. If you're interested in it, please go back and listen to it. Um, I do have three paragraphs from their website about their bourbon batches in particular, and then we'll get into all the mayhem and tasting. Barrelcraft Spirits blends exceptional bourbons out of ingredients sourced from all around the world. Our extensive stocks of high-quality casks mean we can craft extraordinary blends that maximize the nuances of each ingredient, yet always add up to more than the sum of their parts. We're progressive in our ideas of blending, but traditionalist when it comes to the identity of bourbon. We never add any coloring, flavoring, or water. Instead, we release all of our limited edition bourbons totally pure without chill filtration and at barrel strength to replicate the incredible experience of drinking directly from the cask. Each batch contains a range of ages and styles to add layers of complexity. The age statement on the front of the bottle always refers to the youngest barrel in the batch. We also tell you everything we can about the provenance of the contents, barring, of course, those few secrets our suppliers make us swear to keep. So the first one we're tasting is the 29. The Tears of Young Children. <laughs> the Tears of Young Children, released in, as Ed said, the July of 2021. The proof is 115.88. The Age Mash Bill and Source Distiller. So they have a description of it. The base for Batch 29 was an herbal and viscous blend of Indiana bourbons of undisclosed mash bills. The blend was then expanded with six and seven-year-old rye grain from Kentucky, chosen for its exotic cinnamon spice notes and a floral nine and ten-year-old weeded Kentucky bourbon. Finally, a small amount of six, 14, and 16-year-old Tennessee whiskey was added for a fruity nose and a long oxidative finish. See, that's just doing the most right there. Isn't that amazing? Five different whiskeys from three different states. Price is about $80. These are all about $80. I mean, things yeah. have changed a lot in 20 years. I remember when we were uh, working with Beam Sumtory for Legion. Yeah. And, you know, they talked about how Fred No had to come around on blending because it was such a negative term when he was a kid. It really was. You know, it's like you blend a bunch of shit whiskeys together that nobody else wanted. That's why Barrow had to say, we don't put coloring in because that yeah. was the knock on blending back in the day that you took shitty whiskey, you made it look better. You doctored it. Exactly. And so it's been like a revolution as far as in the whiskey industry, how yeah. blendings become something of an innovative trend. And we even talked about, you know, Elijah Craig, small batch should taste the same every bottle for 10 years, right? right. They wanted to taste pretty much the same. That's yeah. what they were going for. Now they wonder like, well, wait, wait, what rickhouse is it in? And, yeah, which, yeah. and which floor of which rickhouse? Because that's going to evaporate more if it's up top. And so now it's okay to taste a little different on the same thing. Yeah. Companies like Barrel just taken to a whole new direction. Like we were blending stuff and we're having fun with it. So yeah. it's become not only acceptable, it's become something of a new art form. Yeah, and I think they have presented themselves and I think distinguished themselves as the pinnacle of that art form. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's uh, sniff number 29. Ooh, it's high proof. Uh, it's very <laughs> high, even in our neat glasses. <laughs> I sniffed too far in the glass. I do get orange right away. I the got first, orange. The first thing I got was orange. Sure. I will agree with you, Ed. Ooh. Yeah, I think I blew my nose out a little bit. So, <laughs> uh, I, but I got some stuff before that happened. 
I got a little touch of cinnamon. Yeah, I was just about to say cinnamon. Yeah, it really was. A little touch of cinnamon and uh, actually not a lot right away of the traditional oak and vanilla that I get from bourbons. I'm honestly getting cherry again. Spice. There's this nice spiciness. Very undercurrent to the, all the sweet citrus. I'm getting a clove. Cinnamon's there, but I actually think that I might have been smelling clove. Yeah. All right, let's taste this a little bit. I'm dying to. I know. Oh. Oh, my gosh. Heaven, help me. It is a spice bomb yeah. on your tongue. Wow. I'm going right to water. I can't taste anything. <laughs> I, I, can't no. taste, I can't taste anything at 115. Yeah. I got I, cherry right away. Cherry, yeah. Cherry and spice. But damn, it's good. Hmm. They're fucking wizards. My God, it's a complex. My <laughs> chest is on. I know. Fuck a Kentucky hub. This is like a Kentucky date rape going on in my chest right now. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's right in my throat. My throat's burning. Oh, shit. So strong. It's so good. The mid palate has such spiciness. There's, It's like a pumpkin pie in there somewhere. Right. Well, Whew, and cinnamon got, and clove and cardamom. Yeah, and right. Yeah. So I say, I was all of say, those. I can't put enough drops of water in this. Like I, I put the drop as soon as I put a drop of water in, it evaporates when it hits the surface of it. it like the alcohol won't accept. You the can water. see the steam rising yeah, right. off of it. It won't. The alcohol won't accept it. Like, yeah. Ooh, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. Holy damn! It jumps out of the glass like the blood test from the thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, they heated up the yeah, the needle yeah. and they put it in. And it's, <laughs> They're all tied to the chairs. Yeah. That was one of the most suspenseful scenes, I think, in this. cinema history. It's a great movie. Yeah. It's Gosh. off topic, but the original black and white thing. Oh, awesome. that's scary was too. the scariest goddamn black and white movie I've ever seen from the 50s of my life. Yeah. I, I watched that when I was a kid. I should never watch that. It was terrifying. <laughs> so scared of that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. What else are you guys tasting on this? This is extraordinary. Well, putting some water in helps yeah, I'm gonna open up so much more. Yeah. I'm going to do that right now. Because I was talking to Jeff about the tasting notes. I didn't read all of them. I started reading the first one, and their tasting notes from their website are, like, elite. You know, we're at tasting note. Maybe maybe we're in, like, a 200-level yeah, course. Right. They're at, like, 500-level course. They're in right. graduate school. Right. They're, like, quantum physics of tasting. <laughs> So uh, should we, we should read them like this? Yes. <laughs> well, if you don't smell the Scotty. <laughs> Cut grass on an August afternoon. <laughs> yes. What should they read them like? Our tasting notes are. I'm tasting cardamom, black cherry. The Stephen Hawking of tasting oh. notes. <laughs> the smartest tasting note person ever. Black oh cherry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, shit. I said pumpkin pie. I stand by pumpkin pie. This is amazing. Oh. On the back of the tongue, I could get the mm-hmm. pumpkin, your pumpkin pie. Yeah. Now, I want to be clear. This is a very, very good whiskey. I don't think I like this as much as the ones we had last time. This one is not blowing me away for of all the delicious barrels I've had, the dovetail, sure. the Amaro finish and all that. Yeah, that's why we're doing the, yeah. the just the bourbons this time because they do a lot of crazy finishes, which is what we the, the things that we did last time. But I think maybe the first two we tasted, we just thought they were okay. Maybe it was the right. port finish and then the Takahi wine finish. Right. This, I think, tastes better than I those. Think, but you know, I want to be clear to the people listening. This is comparing, like, so the home run that just clears the wall <laughs> and then the home run that's, like, rocking out on the second deck. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. the show off of Bo Jackson home run compared yeah. to, like, the pitcher got one out. That's so true. You know, nudged one into the bullpen real quick. So not only are there tasting notes, uh, they have an appearance tasting note. Or appearance note, I guess it is. Okay. Roasted pumpkin flecked with bright gold is how they say it looks like in, oh, the, bo- in the bottle. Wow. On the nose, a classic opening of brown sugar-laced oatmeal and freshly conditioned leather. 
as you swirl, well, it says Glen Karen, but I'm going to say that as you swirl a neat glass. <laughs> right. So evidently barrels a place we have to go. Yes. Williams pear. Do you know what a Williams pear is? Anybody? Jeff, oh, yeah, do you know yeah, what a Williams yeah, pear is? Uh, yeah. No. Jim's mom, Jackie Williams. She had a pear. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, cantaloupe. She had a pair of cantaloupes. Cantaloupe. The ladders broke. Mm. And mulled wine develop. Curiously, from a rocks glass, the evolution is more tropical, leaning toward tangerine, dried papaya, and mint tea with honeycomb. In either case, herbs soon follow basil, dill, and wasabi powder. The aromas finally stabilizes into something resembling Pedro Jimenez sherry, displaying rose water, treacle tart, and boiled cider. Oh, oh for is, fuck's sake. This is just the nose they're what? saying. Yeah. On the palate, unmistakably cast strength. Yeah. Right we, there we with agree, you. We agree with that. A bright, pithy lime cordial note is rounded out by mirabelle plum and sugar snap pea give me a break <laughs> the I mean, because i'd say 90 percent of the people that read that do not know what a no i don't know what a mirabelle plum is right yeah once the palate has acclimatized more traditional flavors of affogato oh traditional affogato <laughs> not running around the town square affogato traditional italian affogato not sicilian affogato oh I had to look up avocado because this was the tasting that I read, and then I stopped there because this was getting isn't, isn't out that, of my league. Isn't that like gelati yes. in espresso? Yes, exactly. It's a gelato with espresso syrup poured on top. Oh, somebody reads about Europe. <laughs> um, molasses and roasted mixed nuts emerge. That's the palate. On the finish, a bold salinity tugs at the taste buds, calling soft pretzel to mind as it fades flavors of milk chocolate and shredded coconut wash over the palate. This dude's like the Hemingway of tasting <laughs> yeah. notes. Telling you. If somebody at Barrel listens to this podcast, please roll up a magazine, go over to the marketing department, <laughs> and smack the person over the head. Just that swat them. Just swat them a little bit. Just uh, lightly. Yeah. Like I said, this is elite. Like a Mirabelle plum. I don't even know the difference between a Mirabelle plum and a regular plum. Nobody does, which makes it a little bit obnoxious. Yeah. And once again, they're not really a snooty company. They're not. Can we pull up Whiskey Jug and see what they say <laughs> yeah. about it? Uh, <laughs> I, I look for Whiskey Jug. Uh, we can look at Breaking Bourbon. I like the contrast. I'd like to see what a normal person says instead of the company that makes it. Yeah. So the palette for them, a tropical fruit, maple sugar candy, barrel char, dark chocolate, caramel, vanilla, nutty, spicy mix develops on the back end, rich and robust, but not overly hot. There we go. Is that so hard? <laughs> Something approachable that we can understand? <laughs> Listen, we've all drank a lot of whiskey. All right. Jeff's basement looks like a cry for help. <laughs> <laughs> he has 85 bottles down there. Okay. Me and Scott have drank 150 <laughs> bottles at least the last two years, and we've tasted a lot and we've read a lot of tasting notes. So I don't think you gain a lot by making your tasty notes unapproachable to not just the average drinker, but the mm. advanced drinker, which Scott and I and Jeff would have to say we are. You can put one or two in. You want to put in your, your Middleton pears or whatever or parsnips every now and then, that's fine. But to have every single line of it be untastable for the average person, I just feel it does your delicious whiskeys a disservice. I feel like who is ever doing this just has a really sophisticated palate and no, you tease out all or, of those Or things. a thesaurus, Scott. Maybe or, they just have a very sophisticated vocabulary <laughs> i mean i didn't taste half of what they even said in no. there wasabi powder on the uh, nose yeah i mean come on I like know. i feel like we're angry now we're I'm angry, not angry. Angry. No. <laughs> well, you can't be angry drinking delicious whiskey and, no i mean but, god this is the delicious whiskey but it just bothers us when there's so much that could be done that mm. i mean we've made our points god will trim this down to a nice digestible morsel i mean all i can say is i hope these taste wildly different because i'm not sure that i'm not going to be able to taste what these are so just keep also a rating in mind right 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 now this is the worst and the best 
Right. Yeah. Because it's the first one. That's the first one. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So let's continue on. To, to Barrel Batch number 30. This was released in September of 2021. As Ed said in the intro, the proof is 117.32. This is the highest proof that we have tonight. Uh, the blending of batch 30 began with three separate sets of bourbons, a group of tropical fruit-flavored five-year-old barrels from Indiana, a group of stone fruit-forward 10-year-old high rye barrels from Tennessee. Stone fruit. See, we're getting there already. Go uh, ahead. And a group of nutty six, nine, 11, and 15-year-old barrels from Tennessee. After mingling separately, so all those groups were separate combined for a month then they were carefully blended together and topped off with weeded bourbons from kentucky and wyoming to enhance the complexity of the blend so this has even an additional state of bourbon so it's going to be very in Wy- there wyomany yeah wyomany because that is the adjectival version for wyoming <laughs> we nosing yeah, interestingly, this doesn't smell as hot as the 115, the 29. It doesn't. I have some vanilla, like a um, toasted marshmallow. Okay. I got the toast. I was going to say coconut, but... Okay. You can't say both. I, you, evidently, you can say a lot. I have a Jefferson coconut. I smell some um, <laughs> Indonesian vanilla <laughs> See, we, with, with um, the, the crust of shortbread cookies. Just the crumbs at the end of the package when you're done the cookies, that dust that's at the bottom, that's what I'm smelling. The dust of Lorna Dunes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like when you get your winter coat out in <laughs> in January and you it's find something mothballs. in the pocket. Right. And it's an old butterscotch lifesaver. <laughs> I'm getting that flavor right like that. Butterscotch lifesaver. That's a pretty good one, actually. Mm-hmm. Wow. Honestly, I smell a little bit of chlorine, like a pool. And I just got a, like a whiff of that. So I guess it would be like sort of a minerally kind of quality. Not off-putting. Tastes good. Oh, yeah. You just went right to the tasting? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. This tastes completely different than the last one. I like this much better. Ooh. What is that flavor? It's, it's almost tart. It's making me like pucker a little bit. What is that? Like a lemon type of almost a, a sour flavor. Yeah, I was gonna say like maraschino cherries. Oh, mm. that's interesting. You know, that's right because my first thought was the citrus, but then I was like sugar, mm. like sh- like a simple syrup almost, but mm. not simple syrup. And the juice from a jar of maraschino cherries. Because actually, I'm tasting that too. The taste does have this really interesting sour quality to yeah. it. This is wonderful in a different way. Oh my god, yeah, it's really good. I'm getting a little bit of leather on the smell now. I wonder if they go into the blending process with a taste profile in their mind, or if as they're blending, they're coming up and go, "Ooh, that's good. Let's try to get a barrel that enhances what I'm tasting there." And then they come up with some like crazy thing. Uh, I, I have to tell you, if you me curated an infinity bottle, I have to believe that at this level, they're going in with some type of a plan. The master distillers and the blenders know what they taste like, so right. it's quite obvious that they're going for a certain profile. Because yeah. why add them? They're certainly not going. Well, let's just put these two really expensive whiskeys in. And see what that does to it. Oh shit! It tastes like hell. <laughs> They're not <laughs> no, going to do sure that. I'm sure they go right. through with that though. They um, probably do add some stuff and they go, "Oh no, that wasn't good, Dad." Because we've done that right. too. After putting some water on it, oh yeah, I find yeah, that some water in leather, maybe tobacco flavoring. Oh, came so out. more savory stuff comes out yeah, with water. With a little okay. water and uh, balances the sweet a little bit, which makes yeah. it even more enjoyable. And I, I realize now why this is so much higher proof. This tastes really good at 117. Like, it doesn't have to be lower. Like, the one before it was 115 and tasted hotter than this. And the 29, I just tasted it. You went back to it? It doesn't really hold up as well as the 30. Okay. I think the 30 is a superior whiskey. I agree with you. I like the 30 better. Jeff, you like the 30 better? 30 so far, yes. Yeah, I do too. 
It's really but good. But I love the 29. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the 30 is like one step <laughs> yeah. further. It's like, I loved hooking up with this Maryland, but this New York is my new favorite. Like, <laughs> like we're, they're all beauty queens here. Right. <laughs> That's true. Okay. So on the appearance, uh, rich and golden with bright hue and striking viscosity. Mm-hmm. On the nose, bright and perfumed notes of French cider inflected with quince and a touch of apple cider vinegar. As your nose adjusts, peach cobbler, pumpkin, and fig take over. There's an earthy side displaying radishes and butter, tahini, and damp wool. The oak brings coconut macaroon. You said coconut. There you go. Coriander and peppermint without smelling woodsy. On the palate, a sweet and tightly focused entry tasting of coffee ice cream in an oatmeal raisin cookie sandwich. So, you know, is that oh so hard to do? That's a beautiful God, tasty note. Right? I would love that. Right. You've just put us into a great place. Uh, basil, fennel seed, and a whole mug of chai round out the urban spice register. Fruits are subtle but delightfully tropical around orange curacao, pawpaw, mm, and toasted coconut. There's a coconut again. Finish. A burst of caramel and milk chocolate. As it fades, the tongue is left with a rich, almost fatty notes of chestnut honey and beeswax. An exhale through the nose carries quite opulent aromas of molasses and fig. I get a little bit of milk chocolate on the finish. It's funny what sometimes the prompting of these notes will give you. And I actually don't taste fig, but I did smell it, okay. which is very interesting. Fig's another thing, just like wine and whiskey. If yeah, you, there's different types every, of figs. Every fig will taste differently to different people. Yeah, you know, wasps, like get in there and they, they, mm-hmm. they procreate inside the figs. Yep. It's crazy. Just like you can get, what's that in the nectarines? You get those like earwigs. You ever have a nectarine and you chop it open and there's no, an earwig inside? No. It scared the shit out of me. I actually screamed like a little girl. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it sounds like a chimpanzee having sex. <laughs> chim chim. Is that uh, speed racer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. exactly. Of course. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's move on to 31. All right, 31. All right. Hope this isn't too boring for you guys at home. This is a really serious, well, sort of tasting episode. You know, we are friendly with barrel because we like what they do. I mean, people say, oh, you like barrels. So you're talking about them. No, we talk good about barrel because we like barrel. And then we reach out to barrel and then we have a relation with barrel. Like We just shit all over their tasting yeah, notes. <laughs> we literally just shit on their tasting notes. I mean, but. But we love their. Yes. Their, we love their company. Their we love their yes. whiskey. But listen, <clears throat> it doesn't mean we have to just literally lick the taint of their tasting notes. Okay. <laughs> um, so this is an episode for serious whiskey drinkers who want to get deep into a brand that's making waves and doing their own thing. Uh, that's what this is about. And this goes back to the, was it 2020 where we had the- Yeah, Mountie the Zoom from, call. The Zoom call. Yeah. Right. Canals and- No, in Benash, it was Benash actually. Billy was on the oh, call. Oh, right. It was okay. Benash, yeah. And that was the first time that I really seriously tasted Barrel. Yeah, yeah. And we all fell in love with it. We did. And yeah, we, ever was, since that point- There was at least five or six whiskeys that night, wasn't there? Yeah. yeah. They had sent us all samples. And it was so. Ava, right? Ava, the, the rep in mm-hmm. the area, was hosting it. Ava Mulcahy, who yes. has since married- Oh, actually. And last week had a baby girl. Oh, oh that's well, nice. Eva, congratulations. Congratulations nice to Eva. And oh, I'm not stalking so nice. you. That came all straight from Facebook. <laughs> right. She right. Put well, on Facebook, Facebook right. makes it easy. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> so congratulations and thank you for opening up this world to us. Absolutely. Thank and you while so much. we're doing shout outs, I think it would only be fitting to raise a glass to the Whiskey Sharp Oak. We're, uh, we're, yeah. we're recording on Gabe's birthday. Yeah. Gabe is 62 today, I believe. He turned 62. <laughs> right? He no. might have been 63. 63. Three, yeah, I, think. I think so. so. Yeah, yeah. He's a, I think he's an octogenarian now. If yeah, I'm not mistaken, he's eighty. 
Yeah, he's like, yes, he's, yeah, he's much <laughs> older. Old. He looks very good for his age. He's actually like 87 years old. If I'm, last time I saw 87 now. Yeah, remember, yeah. yeah right. He doesn't look a day past no. 94. No, I think actually he's younger than me. So he's younger, <laughs> is he younger than me by a year? He is. He's, yeah. he's Jeff's we, age, actually. We call him Captain Arp. <laughs> <laughs> so, Gabe, I hope you're <sighs> lifting a dram somewhere. Yeah, what dicks we are. We're recording a barrel tasting episode on his birthday. Jeff and, and I we were talking about this we didn't earlier. We did to invite him. Like, no, we I, have another mic and we have another glass. Oh, I but actually, wait, we, did, wait, we didn't really have that much right, barrel. Exactly. Barrel sent us 200 some, milliliter yeah, two samples. milliliter samples. So, you know, Gabe drinks them in his sleep. He, when Gabe goes to bed, he puts up like a bourbon IV. Of he is the Sherpa. He has bottles all over him. He drinks half of it as he goes up the mountain. That's right. Oh, and the other half on the way down. <laughs> and Lord knows he loves to go down. Ooh. So, <laughs> happy birthday, you little bitch. All right. So, <laughs> happy birthday, Gabe. So, uh, bourbon batch number 31. Released in December of 2021, proof is the lowest proof of tonight, 111.2. Batch 31 was a blend built around the sweetness of a group of six and seven-year-old 99% corn bourbon barrels from Indiana and a group of six and seven-year-old weeded bourbon barrels. To bridge those two groupings, we layered in 15 and 16-year-old barrels from Tennessee for their gentle nuttiness and oak. Finally, a selection of 10-year-old barrels was added to bring notes of milk chocolate and tropical fruit. Collectively, all of these whiskeys were from Tennessee, Kentucky, and Indiana. I'm getting some sweet fruits on the nose. Got a lime right away. Oh, interesting. Not not a, a like, lime cordial. No, just <laughs> no, just a fucking lime, Scott. Random belligerence. Just a fucking lime, Scott. Edition. I'm actually Ooh. getting like like a shortbread cookie, like I joked about before. I'm actually getting that You're this time. Actually, getting the dust yeah, of Lorna Dune. No, I'm just actually getting like oh. a vanilla cake or a shortbread cookie, something okay. like that. There's definitely like a toastiness to it. Mm, nice. There is a slight hint of orange. It's not orange zest, but more like an orange curacao. Yeah, definitely orange. The corn whiskey is coming off so sweet. Not even getting corn. I'm just getting like the sugar. It's very sweet on the nose. Yeah, it smells like simple syrup. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. So I'm getting just sugar and sweet dominating the nose, and I have to really fight through that to find any type of a scent. Ooh, what is that I'm smelling now? I mean, I get a little bit of tropical, a banana, a little bit of like that sort of spicy note that you get from papaya. I don't, it's not spicy. That's not really the, but it's like. Uh, no, it, papaya is a flavor also. Right. I, like tequila is like yeah, tequila. It's papaya. Like nothing smells like papaya. I get like that, which, but, it's, but it's also very sweet. Yeah. I mean, I'm getting uh, baking spices, uh, cinnamon, not really deeper, like real deep, like clove, but like a cardamom, like a spicy citrus. I'm not getting a lot of spice though, compared to the uh, second one. Not the 30. No, more than 29, I think. Uh, you won't taste it. Mm-hmm. You guys ahead of me. <laughs> oh, um, oh, wow. That is so smooth. Mm. Now I get vanilla. A lot of vanilla. You have vanilla and butter. Mm-hmm. That's a good combo, yep. Oh, it's almost fizzy on the tongue. Mm. Uh, at the very finish, I get like a like a soda quality. I know what you're mm. saying. It does kind of sizzle in the tongue. Yeah. I don't know what does that. It's a reaction from whatever you have in your mouth compared to whatever is in that. Yeah, sure. yeah. And, and also your general state of unholiness and the fact that there's probably, this might be playing <laughs> with a little bit of a holy water. My unholiness. <laughs> yeah, they might have used spring water and a dash of holy water. I don't, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> holy diver! Just so that your um, your tongue will sizzle and fall out of your mouth so you can speak no more. Wow. Heretic speech. The black speech of Mordor. 
Um, getting a little, you know, black cherry kind of vibes. It- oh, black cherry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's Buck that's Cherry. Black Betty. Yeah, Black Betty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Black Cherry. Blam a lamb. <laughs> Is this why you listen to us for that <laughs> riveting comedy like that, everybody? Oh, shit. They're like, just tell us what the 31 is so we can go to bed. I am torn because this is so smooth. It's so nice. It's so sweet and a little bit of spiciness, a little bit of savory leatheriness, very yes. slight, yep. but I think this is much more balanced than the first two. I like the second one better too. You I know, like, I, I like 30 better for me, but I can see why you, well, yeah, this is right. Very good. So that's why I'm torn. Yeah. I really like 30, but 31 is so much more balanced. It's such a nice whiskey. It's very complex, but at the same time, it's the most approachable. Yes. 31 is terrific. Uh, as I was doing the research, 30 was one where people was like, I've never tasted anything like 30 right. in any which of them. Which is what barrels. I said. Which is it's very said. unique. Yeah. What I said, yeah. So let's do the tasting notes. The appearance is deep gold. Well, they really shit the bed on that one. <laughs> on the nose, a rush of dry, notable oak incorporating wormwood, tobacco, and pine needles. Mm. Yeah, I taste a little tobacco. I didn't say it, but I did. Yeah, taste. curious and sweet with brown butter, candied walnut, and spiced apple pie. Other notes balance between woodsy and floral, such as thistle, milkweed, and poppy seed. As we emerge beyond the scope of oak, we find some fruity and sweet cream notes, the latter represented by peppermint latte and vanilla cream anglaise. On the palate, moderate sweetness and juicy citrus. Makes for quite an easy pour. The fruit sings loudest here. Pomegranate juice and strawberry rhubarb pie. Juicy Citrus was my stripper name. (laughs) It's your drag. (laughs) Your drag stripper name. That's right. Juicy to the stage, everybody. Juicy Citrus. (laughs) And I I would wear oranges across my chest. Oh, that's nice. That's why. And and then juice them. Who am I kidding, Grapefruit? Juice them on your chest. That's right. Right. As the the juice runs down your chest. Just just let their imagination take over. We stop there. I was just singing Led Zeppelin. Extrative elements of spice and tannin bring quince and ginger beer into the equation. The baking spice nods toward a Manhattan garnished with an orange twist. Finally, some marshmallow root and pumpernickel take it into an earthier cardoon-like direction. I don't know what that is. On the finish, a quick burst of heat, smoked paprika, black peppercorn, and spearmint. As it subsides, demerara rum and black cherry soda emerge. Finally, it fades to leave only a little chalk and sleet. Ooh. <laughs> Which I don't I don't see that. I don't get that. But yeah, tastes good. I like it. Very approachable. All right, take us into part four, Scott. Mm. So what we're going to do now, we are going to try to test how well we remember these tastes and how unique that these whiskeys are by doing a blind taste of these three whiskeys and an additional whiskey that Jeff brought that we will introduce when we come back. Yeah. All right, so we're back now for the last part of tonight's episode, a blind taste of the three-barrel bourbon batches that we've already enjoyed. And then we are adding a fourth mystery Mm. barrel selection brought here today by our good friend, Jeff, the knight who says neat. Yes, so I'm bringing with me the Barrel Bourbon New Year issue for 2021. I have never tasted it before, but it was a gift from last Christmas. Mm. So last year. Yeah. Last year. So I just want to point out that that's how much whiskey Jeff has. (laughs) 
in this basement. <laughs> like that he has a delicious one of a kind expression from Barry. I didn't get a chance to get to it. Yeah, right? we were we were talking earlier how much whiskey he has because he he's in that South Jersey Bourbon Drinkers Association and he's on a list and he has to Times, yeah. buy the bottle every yeah. time it's available it's, or he gets kicked yeah, off the list. It's like one of those country clubs where you have to spend two hundred dollars on food every month, whether you're hungry or not. Yeah, I'm totally happy with it too because I, I love having every something new each month. Sure, sure. And I share it with my friends. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they, they we love that you're in it. <laughs> they pick tremendous stuff. They really do. So the way we did this is I went into my office in the other room and I set up four groups of neat glasses. So we have 12 neat glasses on here. We're very extravagant. Yeah, we have neat glasses coming out the uh, wazoo. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we are sponsored by them, so we should have a lot. Yeah, and they gave us a lot. Yeah, so I set up four groups of the neat glasses and poured four whiskeys in each group of three. Then I assigned them a letter A, B, C, and D. Then Ed went in and he assigned a color to each one and caps on to mark that color. So Ed knows which color matches A, B, C, and D. I know which whiskey matches A, B, C, and D. At the end of all this, we'll match them up and see how well we did. Nobody cares. (laughs) So first of all, everyone has fallen asleep. What's important is we care. So coming out of the last round, I had them ranked in my head. Yeah, go ahead. Give it 30, 31, and 29. If I had to give them number ranks, I'd go probably 9, 8.5, 7.5. Jeff, what do you got? For 29, I'll go 8. Okay. For 30, I'll go 9. Yep. 31, I'll go 9.5. All right. Oh, you like the 31 better. You know, I'm sorry. Skip that. Make the make the 30 the 9.5. Got you. Got you. 31 ah. will be 9. Okay. Um, I'm going to go 7. So 7 for the 29, 9 for the 30, 8.5 for the 31. All right. So not surprisingly, the 30 came up on top with 27.5. The 31 is in second place with 26 and the 29 with 22.5. We will see if those scores line up with the blind scores that we give them at the end of this round. All right, here we go. Are we just tasting or smelling? No, well, we're smelling and tasting. We can just taste the orange. We'll taste the red. We'll taste the blue. We'll taste the green. And then we'll kind of go back to them and try to come to a consensus about which one is which. Hmm, That's going to be hard. Yeah, it's going to be really hard. I mean, remember, one of these is a wild card, so one of these we have not tasted oh, yet. I, I fucking forgot. <laughs> Just to make it as hard as possible on us. Hmm. What are you guys thinking right now? This might be the one we didn't taste before? because this The first one? Yeah, the first the one, orange. orange. Yeah, yeah, that was my impression. Jeff, too? Uh, the first one, the orange one, I definitely tasted already. Oh, you, oh really? Yeah. Okay. Now, the blue one is new and may be the New Year's Eve one. Oh, wow, you're, you're already skipping ahead. Did you taste the red one as well? Yes. <laughs> Jeff is fast. Fast and easy. <laughs> Ed, what do you got? I've tasted them all, which just caused a general sense of confusion. <laughs> oh, my God. The red is delicious. Mm-hmm. Whew, I really like the red. Okay, so I'm thinking initially the red tastes to me like 31 because mm. it's nice and fruity and smooth. Ah, it's got a bite to it, though. This is fucking hard. Why did we do this? So it's a dumb idea. <laughs> it's a dumb idea, Scott. This is the hardest thing I've done in my life. <laughs> <laughs> going, to, going to college is easier than this. <laughs> Especially after we already did the Elvis short, and then we drank three high-proof expressions. It's a hunk of hunk of burning throat. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. I think we're going to get drunk real fast. Oh, Jesus Christ. So now the blue tastes a little smoother to me. Maybe blue is 31. And have you tasted all of them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't tasted green yet. I can't understand what I'm doing. 
I went through once, took little slips of all of them, and I felt like I knew, oh, this is this. this, this. Then I went back to the second time. They literally all tasted exactly the same. <laughs> like my throat is just fucking done. Like it's like scorched earth in there. <laughs> if you've gone to bed, it's fine. This is for us right now. I hope Barrel's at least awake with us. This is what Barrel does. Mm-hmm. They taste things. They compare things. I hope Barrel's uh, looking through their stock of like T-shirts and, and glasses and like, what the hell can we send these assholes? <laughs> Especially since we berated their tasting notes. It's like one guy though. That's not that's not barrel. They know yeah. who it is. They're laughing. They they feel the same way we do. Okay, so where are you guys at on determining maybe initially we should try to determine which one is not one we have tasted tonight? Okay, I can do that. So, okay, so Jeff, which one do you think you have not tasted tonight? I think I have not tasted the blue yet. Because the blue has a bit of a bite to it. It does. A little a little, ke- a little, something extra. A little chemical something going yeah. on there. So that I think that may be the New Year's cast strength. Yeah, it has a really strange, I want to say artificial blueberry well, gum what's the, what's taste. the proof on that? Can I find that out? Yeah, yeah. Proof on the Barrel Bourbon New Year 2021 is 113.9. Mm, see, that's why it's sitting. It's an interesting place it, for it. So we have a 117, a 115, a 113, and a 111. Mm. Ed, do you agree that blue is different than what you've tasted earlier? It was kind of commingling a little bit with what I remembered of 30. Yeah. But yes, there's a herbaceous leather finish that none of them had before. Yeah. Okay. So we've decided that blue is the new year, the but wild where card. where does it fit in? I've already ranked the other three. I can't figure out where blue goes. So let, let's do this. So orange, you taste it first. Yeah. Orange is 30. Orange I'm saying 30. green is 31 and then blue is the new one. It's taste, hard. Right. <laughs> yeah. So Jeff, what do you think? Orange, I think that's the 29. Okay. So the blue, I think, is the New Year's. Yes. Red. I think that's the 30. You think that's a 30. All right. The yes. green, I think, is the 31. Okay. We're all in agreement that the blue is the one that we didn't taste before. So if this is not true, it's just uh, not, we should just give up the podcast. Well, it's just, no, it's just another lesson on how <laughs> your taste buds can kind of make you look like a dick. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to say the red is the 31. I think the green, the green is really spicy to me, so I'm... Oh, shit. Now I don't fucking know. Who decided to do this, Ed? You did, Scott. Yes. <laughs> this is all my fault. This yeah, is all you, my fault. You typed up the agenda and handed it to me, and I read it. <laughs> I'm actually like, I'm like a political prisoner being, met, being made to read propaganda. <laughs> I'm like blinking torture in Morse code. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Let's take him into his bathroom and, and waterboard him on his bidet. Honestly, I'm I'm super confused right now. This is all he's gonna have to cut the shit out of this because he's taking 20 minutes to pick whiskey. So oh this, yeah, it, 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 I'm gonna cut. This will come out like nine seconds, like he's a genius. I'm cutting so much. Okay, so I think the green is the 30, and I think the orange is the 29. I think we're exactly in agreement. Yeah, I think Jeff you and I. The orange is the 29. Yeah, Jeff You're and completely I. Completely wrong. Absolutely no way. It's a red. I will bet my stomach on it. Okay. So this is the fun part. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. So we've made our determinations. We are all in agreement about blue being the wild card. So blue, wild card. Ed, what letter matches blue? A. A. A is 30. Fuck. (laughs) Unbelievable. Wow. Okay, so um, the red, we all pick different. 
Ed, you said it was 29. Jeff, you said it was 30. I said it was 31. Let's see who's right. B. Red is B, and B is... The wild card. Damn it. No, it isn't. B is the wild card. (laughs) We've assaulted our taste buds with four distinctly different high-proof whiskeys. They get a little bit shorted out. Some lingers in your mouth while you pour the next one in. So you you get a little bit of a kind of like tunnel vision as far as your taste buds go, I think. Yeah, yeah. And, and honestly, to do it the right way, we should taste the orange, wait three minutes, mm. clear it with some water and maybe a cracker, then taste the green and wait three minutes. But we, who's got time for that? That's, that's <laughs> like an 18 minutes of our life we're not doing. So we're, I'm literally splashing it right on top of each other. It's all mingling in my mouth like a nightmare. I can't believe how drunk I've gotten 12 minutes. I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> so what's the next color? Okay. The next color is green. Ed and Jeff guessed this was 31, which is still in play. I guess it was 30, which I'm wrong because 30 was the blue. Okay, so green is C. Green was C? Yeah. That's 29. (laughs) What the fuck was orange? Orange has got to be 31 then. Orange is 31. Which is D. Yeah. So here are the final tallies. Blue that we were drinking was number 30. Red was the 2021 New Year, the wild card. Green was number 29, and orange was 31, and not a single one of us got these correct. (laughs) It's almost impossible to do, by the way. Yeah. It's I mean just by random chance if, we would have got some of right, them right. If we had a fourth person, it would have been impossible to do what we just did. So now I'm thinking, like, why are we doing a podcast at all? Like all whiskey tastes the same. It just does, drink it. It, it really it's delicious. It really doesn't though. But what is interesting is I have noticed that, for example, I like the Kinsey's Zinfandel finish, but if I drink it after a certain whiskey, there's a, something wrong with the taste of it. We have found that several times where uh, Makers 46, yeah, in particular. We hated it. We yeah. legit. We felt robbed. Hated it. We put ginger ale in it. Yeah. We made, we made bourbon ginger. We're like, how can we not pour this down the drain? Later, Ed trolled me. He said, taste this. I'm like, okay. Oh, yeah, it's pretty good. He's that's make it 46. I'm like, fuck you. It is not. But the liquid is still the same. And we featured the cast strength on one of our whiskeymentaries uh, in January, and it is delicious. So what you taste before your whiskey, what you've eaten, what you've drank, that's why a palate cleanser is essential with this. And we didn't quite do that. Uh, I mean, we're shoving them. Literally, we have four different whiskeys. We're tossing into our mouth. It's almost midnight. With a splash of water. (laughs) And so the one thing I think we did wrong was we should have tasted the new whiskey as well because it made it an X factor that kind of messed up what I was tasting. Well, I think that's why I wanted to it do it. It was fun. It was fun. So yeah. I took the whiskey I liked last and assigned that to 29 because that was the known whiskey that I liked last. So two things here. I think that we are tasting these whiskeys as a normal person might taste yeah. this out at a whiskey bar in a flight, right? You get a flight of four whiskeys. You're tasting them one by one. You're not cleansing your palate and having crackers or whatever the fuck you're doing the second point i want to make is that all of these whiskeys are good oh my god yeah we are splitting hairs yeah the most you can split them and when we're saying like from a nine to a seven five in reality we're like nine eight to nine seven to nine six to nine four absolutely like if i went to a bar and they gave me the 29 like on a globe i would be like yes 
Right. So Jeff, did you combine all of them into one? <laughs> I combined all of mine into one. I made I made an infinity bottle into one glass, and it's pretty fucking good. Is it? Yeah. Oh, fuck it. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do it, too. Fuck that shit. We're going to end this on... <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of so, basically, on. we're trying to out-blend the blenders. This is wow, it's barrel really bourbon good. 32. <laughs> Ooh, this is nice. So, if you have an extra $370 laying around... <laughs> What you want to do is you want to go out and get the 29 Barrel Bourbon Batch 30, Barrel Bourbon Batch 31, and the 2021 New Year's edition, which is hard to find out. Why not? And then put them in a big bucket. What you do is you get one of those five-gallon, like, Poland Springs water jugs oh for your God. house, pour them all in there, Ooh, shake shit. them up every day for, like, five days, and then pour them back in the bottle, and you get a really one-of-a-kind special expression. This is delicious. I'm going to take this to the head, and that will be the end of the podcast. Oh, my God. Yeah. For the Whiskey Tangent Podcast. I'm Ed. I'm Scott. I'm Jeff. Cheers. Later. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, be sure to check out our next episode, which is way better than this one. Oh, yeah. Also, follow and like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Whiskey Tangent. And follow us on Twitter at Whiskey Tangent. You can follow me personally at That Whiskey Guy. And follow Scott at Giant Cup of Awesome, spelled A-W-S-U-M, just to be annoying. Hey! You can email us any questions, comments, or love at whiskeytangent at gmail.com. And of course, you can find us always at our podcast website, whiskeytangent.podbean.com.